This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? Um, Marcus, uh, I'd like to begin this episode mm-hmm. with a trial of you. Um, I'm sorry about this. Does he understand? I have to question and needle you wow. about uh, your consumption of Indian food. See, <laughs> I have heard you talk about it on three different episodes of three separate podcasts. Yeah. How much Indian food you eat? How much do you eat, Marcus? I ate it yesterday and the day before. Now, That's a lot of days. I am going to say, on behalf of your asshole, mm-hmm. I'm now declaring myself the little mayor of your asshole. Wow. It was, it was a rough morning. Please oh my stop goodness. the flood of Vindaloo. <laughs> Please stop the well, terror of Gronk. Honestly, Marsala. I'm going to come. I'm in defense of your stomach. Keep it coming. I, I love this I, stuff. I don't just, care what the butthole has to go through. It's too many t- spicy And claims. I'll also be, on behalf of your taste buds, more, 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 please. I the, just feel like Indian people have got the guts to handle the creams, but you got fiery devil creams. He's a Texas boy. Texas, they don't eat creams. Anyway, this is the last podcast on the left, everyone. I am Ben Marcus Parks. We got H-Bone here as well. Man, it is cool in the new studio. Ooh. That's right. It might sound a little bit echoey to you, not uh, not up to usual standards, but we are in a new studio. We're still going through our transitions, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, stick with us, and everything will sound great uh, going in, in the future. Changes. I, um... Am wet. Yeah, you are soaking wet. Thank you for complaining immediately. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Actually, I don't even say I'm complaining. I feel like it's it's energy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I'm slick for the radio. It's actually like back in the day. Right. We, we got too comfortable. Uh huh. And now that this is nice, now it's feeling like back to my roots. That's right. I'm sitting in a puddle of my fucking nut vindaloo. <laughs> no one wants to hear about it. Okay, so we just did a four parter in Oklahoma City. We've had some intense subject matters uh, the past What's couple of months. What's been intense about it? Past couple of weeks. That whole bombing thing with the children. Uh, So we decided to do do a little palate cleanser and just read some creepy pastas and hang out. Big fat Italian man just sucking in a bunch of noodles. But what are they? Souls. Big fat creepy pasta. It's been so long since I've looked at them. And I got to tell you what, the quality has not increased. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some good stuff in here. Spooky spaghetti. Also, we want to press uh, 3 p.m. That's our show at the Montreal Just for Laughs Festival. And if you even go there thinking about thinking, get out. It is just for laughs. Oh my God. Do you know Do you, that if you enter the, uh-huh. the streets of Montreal with a frown on your face during the Just for Laughs Festival, they put you in a room and put mm. a bag over your head and then put a cloth over that bag and they waterboard you <laughs> and your family. They will all cluster, have mm. sex with your grandmother. Before
force them to laugh. Yes. That's a good way Just to do it. Just four laughs. 3 p.m. Uh, next Thursday and Friday. Perfect time That's for That's right. And yeah. again, don't think about not laughing. Especially don't when fucking you, think about it. Especially when you enter that hotel conference room mm. at 3 p.m. <laughs> Built for entertainment. Ready for now, laughter. Before we begin today's episode, yes. uh, as is uh, customary, mm-hmm. before we begin, uh, I imagine right now that you are sitting at home with your family and you're looking at your kids and you're thinking like, how the fuck do I get out of here? Mm. Sure. Or you're looking at your significant other who's in the bed right now. You got headphones in because you just had another long, weird, just thrust session of that person on top. You just dry hammering. I don't think hammering. that this is something they listen to I'm after something like that. They do. That's what they say. Sure. They pop it in as a palate cleanser for themselves and they think and they look at their significant other and they're like, how do I get out of here? Yeah. That's love is real. So though, what as I well, say you so. got to do is, all right, first of all, wash yourself. If you're at the office, right, I want you to go, because a lot of times I'll have gyms. Go down to the office gym, pop yourself in the shower, really wash your top. Don't wash the bottom at all. Anything from the belly button. That's not possible. What do you, saran wrap your bottom? Yeah, you just get your body halfway in and halfway out of the shower. It it requires a lot of core strength, but it can happen. You wash yourself like like you're washing yourself in a waterfall, exactly (laughs) like a centaur. What the? All right. So just wash your top hat. Really scrub your breasts, men and women. Scrub them, scrub them, scrub them, scrub them, scrub them all covered in soap. They're pink. They're all pink and raw from your loofah. Check for lumps. Check for lumps. Men and women. Yes, because men can die of breast cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you go back to your cubicle, don't even bother putting on any clothes. If you're with your family, which is waltz around the living room and be like, this is me time. This is me time. And then what I want you to do is go and get some of them fucking, oh my God, some of that nutmeg that only is born in the island. That sweet spice up, mm-hmm. right? That big, thick old, thick old, thick old, thick old dog feet nug. <laughs> Put it in your fucking Abraham Lincoln shaped pipe oh. because you are a fun person. That is fun. And you bought it at a 420 day. Ooh, that's in, a good in day. Denver or, or Washington State. Wow. And I want you to smoke that fucking nugget so deep in your family while you deep, so deep in your lungs with <laughs> your family yes so mm-hmm. deep inside of your Good family no i think it's around the deep, family deep. is probably the best and and lay yourself back hovering just above the rim of death <laughs> and prepare I? to be spookified by some creepy pastas mm, now i just want to have a uh a, I just, now i just think about pomeranians um why what do you think now why dog's feet <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll start it off here, and uh, you know, don't worry. My skills at reading creepy pastas have gotten worse. Um, so let's do this one. This is called, I believe, it's called Dear Reader, which is kind of an exciting su- subject. Uh, and that's to you. It's nice that the uh, actually, I think it's to you it's if you're to reading you. it. You're the. Reader. That's what I'm saying. No, it's to me, but I'm saying it's to the reader. Dear. Because they're the listeners. I understand what's going on. You're the reader. Dear reader, I bet you didn't know this. Okay, now I'm I'm starting it. Gotcha. Great. Dear reader, okay, I bet you didn't know this, but a piece of your soul is captured every time your image is trapped in a a photograph. Okay, that's scary. (laughs) Maybe you should close out each each round. You know what I mean? No, I. Do you want to come back to me? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Dear reader, I bet you didn't know this. But a piece of your soul is captured every time your image is trapped in a photograph. But it's good on Instagram. That's fun to get the hearts. It is generally a trivial amount per photo. The average person wouldn't be affected over the course of their life. Okay. Do you ever wonder why celebrities seem so different? No. Do you, do you ever wonder why celebrities seem so different? No. 
Do you wonder why many do you wonder why many struggle to keep relationships and most can't relate to normal people? What? You rationalize it? You say it's the money and the fame, but it's not the truth. They are in hundreds of photos every day. Their souls are disappearing with each flash of the camera. Emotions fade with the soul. That is why so many of them resort to sex, drugs, booze, religion, or violence in a laughable attempt to feel something again. Is this from the comment section of Goop? I don't know, actually. (laughs) The damage is already done, though. Dying without a soul is a true death. There is no afterlife waiting for these people. Their soul is now trapped here, fragmented on this planet. So now, to the point of this letter. Uh, Now? No, get to it. Okay, so now, to the point of this letter. I remember standing at Hell's Gates preparing myself to spend eternity there, but at the last minute, I was offered a seat in heaven with one condition. I had, re- I had to return to the living as a new man and find a way to thin out the exponentially expanding crowds in the afterlife. I think I succeeded. Best regards. Walter Ruff? Though you may be more familiar with the name I was given in my second life. Mark Zuckerberg. No! Zuckerberg! That is amazing. Mark Zuckerberg is slowly stealing the souls of all of us. He was sent to heaven and sent back to to Earth to take all of us down. Wow, that is... Yeah, because heaven's running out of room, as is hell. Tell me. Tell me about it. it, I look around here, because that's what I keep saying. People are getting better. That's for certain. (laughs) Everywhere I go, I'll be like, man, everybody's just great out there. Yeah, in no way did we we just get into a screaming fight today at a hardware store with someone. Over a drill that he sold us that that was obviously a used (laughs) drill that he just repackaged aside of an old box. I, you want to get nasty? You want to get nasty? I can get nasty. I you want to get nasty? He was my nasty. character from the characters. He was, <laughs> right. which is kind of fun mm-hmm. that it's real. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you prepared to get scared? Mm. I'm feeling prepared. Are you all right ah. to be a fright? I, <laughs> <laughs> my breath caught on my chest. Cold air drying my mouth, leaving my tongue numb. My eyes strained to see through the fog. My legs moved as fast as they could. My heart beat quickly against my ribcage, all while my mind was completely blank of any coherent thoughts except one. Run. The forest whipped by me. Shadows clawed at my heels. The moon did little to illuminate the trees. My torch had finally gone flat. I thought this was a bad idea, coming here on my own. I knew this was a bad idea after I found that first page, then the second, then the third. All of them were warnings, but I also knew I had to come. Ever since I started getting sicker, seeing shapes, feeling eyes, hearing voices, coughing up blood, I had to come to the place where it all began. The day I saw the tall man with no face, mm. watching me with no eyes, calling to me with no voice. How? I don't know. I Actually, I don't. I don't know how one to call to someone without a voice. I continued running until I simply couldn't go any further. As my adrenaline wore off and my body decided the danger had passed, I slowed until I stopped. Almost immediately, my legs gave away beneath me, and I hit the ground hard. Laying on my back as I attempted to catch my breath, I licked my lips. Maybe it was finally gone. I heard a rustle in the bushes nearby, and the back of my neck prickled. I sat up. Still panting, I couldn't see anything. A cold breeze tickled my skin, sending a wave of goosebumps over my body and chilling me to the bone. Then a voice, like static from a TV, whispered in my ear. I jumped and still unable to see anything. Grabbing the tree as I was leaning against, I pulled myself up, and when I was halfway there, my head hit a branch. Something wasn't right. That was too low for any branch. I turned to look at the tree and my eyes widened. That wasn't a tree. That was a tall, slender man in black. And even worse, 
That wasn't a branch. That was a huge, and I mean huge, <laughs> bulge in his pants. I gasp and try to step backwards, craning my neck to see his face, a white head with no features. I ended up kneeling before this, this thing with my body restrained by strong tendrils. I tried to cry out and I was immediately silent, struggling for breath. And after a few moments, the grip was relaxed, albeit slightly, and a pale white hand appeared. Its long slender fingers wiped a few strands of hair from my eyes. His featureless face seemed to be watching me for a moment. It felt like we were connected in some way, like this was meant to happen. All too soon it ended, and the hand moved to his pants, pulling them away to reveal his erect member. <laughs> oh my goodness. I struggled as my face was forced against it. My lips were pressed to his tip, applying <laughs> pressure as I refused to give entrance. Oh. I felt a tug at my own clothes, and they were ripped away, revealing my body to the harsh cold. I gasped, and I was forced backwards, taking half of his member into my mouth. I almost gagged on just that. As he slowly moved my head back and forth, his member throbbed inside of me, and gradually, I was getting used to this foreign object in my mouth. This goes on for three more pages. <laughs> this is erotica. Yes. You've managed to take spooky spaghetti and make it erotic. This, this is Slenderman erotica. This is Slenderman slash fic. Yes. Wow. It technically also, called Creepypasta Lemons, and I looked this up, and I started researching more and more into Slenderman, and I found out he's got a whole world of dumb shit that's really? out on the internet, and that's the reason why those two little girls murdered their friend. Was they attempted could, to, yeah. They, they stabbed their friend because they believe that Slenderman lives in a mansion, and he's got these things called proxies that are like his slaves, and I guess, according to these Creepypasta lemons he fucks a bunch of them <laughs> i guess so it also kind of sounded like a hollywood producer running away from brad garrett as he constantly asks if they're gonna come back with everybody loves Raymond. are we coming back all right uh, but i that is spooky stuff though you're not hard not even remotely <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm not answering that is that a branch i also um i have real ones if you want me to read them as well well get, well you lost your turn all right yeah now it's marcus's turn all right. because you wanted to read erotic slender man uh, fan fiction i guess slash fic is slash, the, the oh, technical it's, term it's lemons is the term i said that oh. i guess that means um because it has penetration in it oh okay <laughs> i don't even want to get into why that is that all right this story is called instant messaging Ooh. Oh, man, I remember that from when we were in high school. Oh, yeah, AOL. Oh, yeah. It all started on the 14th night of March, the night of my parents' 20th wedding anniversary. It was a wonderful, sunny day, if memory serves. Surprisingly warm, for before the beginning of spring. The beautiful weather was perfect for the atmosphere of the day. Being married for 20 years is obviously a momentous occasion, mm. so my parents had booked a table at our favorite Italian restaurant. Olive Garden. Without a doubt. That's the best part, because never-ending soup and never-ending mm. bread. Oh, yeah. Of course, this was a formal occasion, so I had my best suit on. It was 5.33, and I was just straightening my tie when the phone went off. I'd received a message. That's strange, I thought. That never happens. <laughs> How sad <laughs> is sad. this guy That's in a from. suit in an olive garden got a message? He's just like, what? What? Why? Someone. A notification. What is going on? Is there a ghost in the machine? Mm. I checked the message. It was from my mom. <laughs> it was quite a jumble of numbers and letters, but through the vocabulary stew, I could make out one legitimate phrase. Please help me. Oh, oh that's a good one. It should go without saying that this worried me greatly, so I immediately replied, Are you okay? Just as instantly, I got another text which read, Oops, pocket text! <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I sighed with all the relief I had and continued to prepare oh! myself. 
<laughs> is that all the is that all the relief no. you have? Okay. <laughs> that Slenderman's branches. Get off of Slenderman. Branches. Put your pants back on. A few minutes later, I received yet another message, this time from my dad. I checked the text, and once again, it was a massive mixture of letters and numbers with the phrase, please help me, concealed hmm. within. Creepy though this was, my dad was always a joker, <laughs> so I presumed he was just joking around until I was sent another text saying, oops, pocket text. Maybe it's your butt talking about yeah. uh, trying to get help from all the Indian food you eat. It's just ashes covered in pimples, and that's mm. how it's touching all the little, the, the, like the QWERTY <laughs> keypad on there, because I don't want sending all these butt texts. Mm. Now this sparked panic. Pure, unmistakable panic. Exactly half a minute passed when I received the exact same two messages from my sister. This could not be coincidental. It just couldn't. In a state of sheer anxiety, I started to run to the restaurant. <laughs> I made it about a quarter of the way before I was stopped by a police officer. Main roads closed, he said. Huge car crash. Car crash? A ca I think he said car crash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Main roads closed. Huge car crash. Car crash. Car crash? No, car crash. This was the exact moment I realized just what had happened. I demanded to see the wreckage, a request which I was surprised was allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you demand something and then they give oh. it and you're like, oh, that worked, oh, huh? Oh. Now I have to go see it. When I got there, it wasn't the remnants of the car that caught my eye, nor the flames billowing from the destroyed vehicle, no. I was horrified to see the lifeless corpses of my mother, father, and sister. I asked for the estimated time of their deaths. All three of them were killed instantly by the collision at 5.32. A minute before the first text! Oh my god. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of squirrels in the woods just laughing their asses off. <laughs> just texting. If we if we text the humans, please help. Uh, they get freaked out. I know I left the restaurant, but... Tell me, do I still get the same never-ending pasta and soup bowl, or do yeah. I have to buy another one? Is it when you leave the restaurant, does it end? And then do I have to come and re-up? Technically, if you're in the parking lot, you're still in the restaurant. Excellent. Yes. 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 <laughs> Holy relief I have. Oh. Oh. So much relief. All right. We got, we got some death. We got some erotica here. And uh, we found out about Mark Zuckerberg so far. Great, fascinating content. Okay, let's move on. This one is called The Argument, and we all have them, even if we don't want them. Yeah. It's okay. healthy to have them. Yes. And don't keep your emotions bottled up. No. And it's written by Anon Imus. Anon Imus. Um, You're okay. fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, kind of, a, kind of a fun joke there. Uh, the argument. Now, they kind of set a, they set a uh, scenario here for you. So you're the manager for a small store. You, are hired one, you hired one of your friends. Never do that, by the way. That's Never. a great way to have Never. a friendship end. And you just found out that he's been stealing from the register. Stealing stock, abandoning his post to visit with his girlfriend in the back room while he's the only one on duty. And the argument you had with him at the office just didn't settle it for you. You pound on his door. When he opens, he goes pale, soils himself, which means pee pees himself. He literally pisses himself? His a, friend, your friend. Apparently, you are a very aggressive general manager of what can only be Ace Hardware. Yes. Okay. 
So he bailed. He, can you imagine opening the door and just seeing one of your friends and you urinate? Maybe you shouldn't be friends anymore. But he, so he, he goes pale. He soils himself and staggers back, gasping for breath. It doesn't impress you. Oh, you're like a real Shania Twain. You're like, that doesn't impress me much. Okay. It doesn't impress you. Really, you figure he just, it doesn't impress you really. You figure he just, you figure he just thinks you are showing up with the cops until you step through his door and glance to the side where you get a good look at yourself in the mirror, or at least the parts of you that are still recognizable after that shotgun blast that your friend gave you at the end of that argument. <laughs> so, I don't really understand. It's a, a shot. You're dead. So you're your been friend, dead. The argument, you're dead. So why is it the, telling... You're the vengeful ghost that's coming you're back. You're the vengeful ghost. But why is ghost. the story telling me what I am if I know what I am? Because you didn't know. You didn't know because you, you had to look know. in the mirror. Because I, your friend pissed himself and you're like, himself. why is he pissing himself? You know I'll just reread read it. No, you're no, the no, manager no, of this no, small no, store. No, 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 no. hired one of your friends. He's stealing everything. The conversation ended with him shooting you. Now I understand. It doesn't impress you, really. You're like a little Shania Twain. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that story. So this is also a letter. If this turns into erotica, you don't get a chance to make it scary. There's no, I've never, I can't, I would never do that. Why are you, it seems like it does turn into erotica. <laughs> no, no, I would never do that. Why would I ever do that? You were one of Slender's new proxies and went by the name Heartless as you took your, vi- your victim's hearts. Oh at the moment, it, though, at the moment, though, you were sat on the couch watching Ben... Play his video games. Did you write the name in there? No, it says Ben on there because Ben is one of the famous proxies in the creepypasta world. Really? Yes. Well, it's an honor to have my name used as a creepypasta proxy when it comes to Slender Man penetrating my mouth. (laughs) Hey, peanut butter bitch. That's what what it says here. That's the person who wrote it. You turned and grinned as the twitching boy known as Toby skipped. Yes, skipped into the room. Hey, Toby, what's up, you asked. Slender wants to speak with you in his office, he chirped. You got up and ran up to Slender's office and walked inside, but you were confused to find it empty. You spun around when you heard the door click, and shut behind you, you saw Toby standing in front of the door, blocking the only exit. Toby's mm-hmm. like a super famous proxy of the uh, world. I, I, I'm following. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Toby, what the fuck? You almost yelled as he began walking over to you. I have waited so fucking long to do this. He drawled his once childish tone, gone and replaced with something darker. Before you could say anything, his lips crashed into yours, and your eyes widened, but you quickly melted into the kiss, wrapping your arms around his neck. And what, is Slenderman just like doing taxes during this whole thing? No, he's got paperwork. He's in his office. He's in his office. Wait, what? Why does Slenderman need an office? Mansions take uh, stuff. Yeah, okay. you gotta pay your bills. You gotta pay the groundskeeper. Yeah, garbage, water. All right. He pulled you closer, and you can feel his crotch swelling. And with each passing second, until you couldn't take it anymore, and you unzipped his jeans, pulling them down. And you as you. And you crouch, so you were eye level with his growing member, the material of his boxes, the only thing keeping it away it's from you. It's similar to the last you one. You smirked and nuzzled his crotch, making him moan in pleasure and groan in frustration. You teased him like that a little longer until you decided to pull his boxers down so they were around his ankles and his full length was out. What is Slenderman doing this whole time? He's fucking filing his taxes. Oh, so this isn't Slenderman that's this being blown. This is just blown. erotica. This is, this this is, is just so this this is, is a penthouse Toby tour. or Ben being blown? This is Toby. Okay. By Who's me. <laughs> I don't your, like... Your no, wait, eyes... Is, no, it's, it's by it's, Peanut Butter Bitch. Peanut Butter Bitch. Okay. Yeah. 
Your eyes widened at its sheer size. It was exactly nine inches, if not more, and he chuckled. Like what you see. And you smirked up at him. Not as much as you're gonna like this. And as soon as you finished that sentence, he took his whole dick in your mouth. <laughs> and he gasped in pleasure, putting his hand on the back of your head, and he began ru- bobbing your head on the tip of his cock, pressing Why? against the back of your throat, threatening to choke you as he picked up the speed, his moans, filling the air. Oh, oh. As he came in your mouth and warm liquid trickled down your throat. He pulled it out of your mouth. Now it's your turn, he said, picking you up and placing you on top of Slender's desk without his permission. What is Slender Man doing? (laughs) He's at the grocery store because everybody's asking for all the different nuts. So his employees are just having sex with each other. You're getting crackalacking in the middle of his office. I began undoing your shorts, peanut butter bitch, to say a clear view of your panties, which were thoroughly mm. soaked. Somebody just unplugged the headphone jack from their work computer <laughs> and is now being escorted out by security because of this. He begins rubbing you through the wet cloth, making you moan in pleasure, begging him to go further. Getting your signal, he pulled off the wet fabric and he threw it off to the side. He stuck two fucking fingers aside of you whilst licking your clit, making you moan louder as he pumped his fingers, trying to elicit as many moans as pleasure as he could possibly get. This isn't really scary. It's not. No. Sc- well, at the same time, it's kind of the most horrifying thing I've ever heard because it's coming out of a the mouth of a five foot five hairy Polish man. Yeah, how much uh, longer does this go on? Several pages. <laughs> Several pages. Okay, so we're not going to get through right, a full so Henry Zabrowski creepypasta because he chose to go with the erotica version of creepypasta, which I didn't even know existed until right now. Well, I've got a scary one. Okay. Ugh. And he opens up his his pants <laughs> to reveal his boxers to his full swelling bulge. That's not a branch. Yeah. No, I mean, Henry's have technically still been the scariest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is short. A man was driving through the woods on his way home. He'd been working all night, so he was very tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> the forest didn't help. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> he was very tired. He was very tired. Very, tired. very tired. Very, very tired. And the forest didn't help with its thick, leafy trees blocking out all the sunlight. He kept drifting in and out of consciousness while holding the steering wheel. Suddenly, a figure ran out onto the road. The man jerked the wheel in an attempt to avoid the figure. However, he lost control of the wheel, and the car crashed into a pit on the side of the road. Luckily, besides a few minor injuries, he was still in one piece. He stumbled onto the middle of the road to signal for help, only to be hit by a car. Oh, it, Marcus. No. People are going to die in their office. Vehicular deaths are real. Vehicular we need, deaths. We need to think about that. Wow. So wow. he was hit by a car. He was hit by a car. Not really a creative pasta. But a ma- it's a very, it's a very uh, accurate depiction of how many people die on a daily basis. <laughs> Just get hit by a car. And how terrifying is that? Yeah. What's going on in Slenderman's mansion? We, can we get an update on that? Uh, I guess he's just out at the fucking bank while there's 15 other people just banging in and they're all these child molesters. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So this tale I'm about to give to you, uh, it's called This New Old House. So I don't know how that's possible, but nonetheless, kind of trickery by one of the um, real estate agents. It's a new old house. It's an old house. And don't fucking lie to me. Okay. It's uh, this new old house. We bought an old house, my boyfriend and I. He's in charge of the new construction, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. It seems like he's doing a lot more work. She's just removing wallpaper, which is very fun. Yeah. Also, it might not be a girl. Let's not be... Uh, let's not be exclusive. This could be a uh, gay couple. It could be. And that's wonderful. I just, 
Thank you, Ben. Thank you. No problem. I guess thank you for being I'm gonna make, As a matter of fact, I'll take today's hero award. It is a gay couple. <laughs> okay. So let's let's start it over thinking yeah, about it like that. Yeah, make it gay. Make it gay. Which is just going to make them the exact w- same way as they are. No, dude, but one's got a big old cock. And I, the other that's one's for you. That's your pot. This is your pot. That's your pot. This is my pot. This is this new old house. That's what I'm reading. It's about a house, not about sexual things. <laughs> my God. Okay. This cock. Don't do. Come on. Good. We bought an old house. My boyfriend and I. I am also a man, and we are in love with each other. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so brave you can say it. Yeah. He is in charge of the new construction, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. The previous owned pa- uh, papered every wall and ceiling. Removing it is brutal, but oddly satisfying. The best feeling is getting a, getting a long peel, similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. <laughs> nothing's better than that when you really get a lot of your skin peeling off. Yeah, yeah. nothing's. I was, literally nothing. Nothing. Nothing is better than that. I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. This is a very boring day for this person, but yeah. they're making, they're having fun with it. It sounds really fun. Yeah, kind of. Uh, under a quarter, under a quarter section of paper in every room is a person's name and date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person. The missing data matching the date under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person with dates to match. We notified the police, who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard one text say, "Yep." It's human. Human? What's human? Ma'am. Oh, I guess it is a woman. Mm. Hero Award's been stripped. <laughs> Ma'am, where is the material Where is the material you removed from the walls? Uh, this isn't wallpaper you were removing. Let me do that again because uh-huh. that's a big line there at the end. Yeah. Uh, ma'am, I, I just got thrown off because I'm going to say man. I'm changing. It's going ma'am. back. I'm putting my hero badge just, back just on. Just say, sir? Sir? <laughs> where is the material you removed from the walls already? This isn't wallpaper you were removing. It was human flesh. Uh, human flesh. Uh, so you didn't know you were inside a big person? I don't know. I think they wallpaper. I think they, he used it's wallpaper of his. No, I think he actually used the skin of his victims as wallpaper, oh. which is a horrible wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Very bad because of the smells. Yes. <laughs> Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere, and I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say they're problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year, and that's why I'm going to go full tilt. 
And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothed, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because i just moved here to los angeles i got a yard now and i'm doing all the landscaping myself i love working in my garden i love planting stuff i love growing stuff and the cool thing about fast growing trees that i really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in i'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl- Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah. Toss that rock. Come on, guys. Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entry stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla play basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball. 
but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Because this is, I'm going to switch this up now. Okay, switch gears. Switch the gears. Gosh, I can hardly contain myself as I write this testimony about what happened to me. My entire body is starting to tingle and go <laughs> Doesn't numb. seem like you're switching <laughs> gears. No, it's switching gears. Exactly when is it? Gear. You'll see. As I relive this wonderful, wild fucking again in my memory, mm-hmm. he's right. I've been extremely horny ever since our camping trip. I know he does not believe me, but obviously you would have had to happen, have it happen to you uh-huh. to believe it. Sure. So yada, 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 it's camping season, and she's out with her boyfriend, and they're camping. Gotcha. Okay. I was awoke in the middle of the night. My bladder was reminding me to go find the restroom. Mm. It's a strange way of saying you have to go pee. But, yeah. Bladder is my, reminding me. Reminding oh, bladder's like reminding me again. Filthy assistant. My assistant's all filled with shit and piss. The bladder's like on the phone. Don't forget to remind her. We've got to pee. <laughs> James was sleeping soundly like always, so I didn't bother to wake him up. It was a warm evening and a full moon, so I went out in my nightgown and flip-flops and I could see something with the moonlight I I had nothing on underneath since I took off my bra and my panties before going to bed. I found the flashlight and eventually found the restroom at center of the campground and I just sat down on the stool and put my flashlight on the floor when I heard a noise. Wait, she's camping and she's sleeping naked? And just your panties. <laughs> you d- and her bra. I sleep naked no matter what. Camping? Yeah. Oh, the bears will attack. You no. can't sleep naked while camping. Only if you've got periods <laughs> coming out of you or you scratched your butthole on a pine cone like maybe you and Carolina and your forest adventures might have done. My first thought was that I was sure the door had closed fully behind me and latched, thus locking behind me. As I sat there peeing, the doorknob turned, and the door opened slightly. At this point, I was done peeing, but I was sitting there scared of my wits that a bear or a raccoon or a camper Ooh. was coming in. There's a big difference between a bear or a raccoon. Yeah. I'm much less scared of the raccoon. And a human. Yeah. I'm actually more scared of a raccoon than a bear because of their diseases. Oh, stop it. They're nice and they're fun. Now, this is the part where James does not believe me. In walked in the biggest, hairiest, what looked to be a man that I have ever seen. And from what I could see with my dimming flashlight, he was at least seven feet tall and fully covered with hair. From head to toe, he kept sniffing the air like a dog on a scent. He was grunting something at me, and before I could let out a scream, he lunged forward and grabbed me up off the toilet. His two hair-covered hands completely enclosed around my waist. My face was pressed into his hairy chest, and as I was screaming bloody murder into his smelly hair, my screams were muted. As he rushed me out the door, I noticed from the corner of my eye a woman standing there with her flashlight. Her face lit up just enough that I noticed the astonished look on her face as my kidnapper carried me off into the thick forest. Is this now, Yeti smut? Now from what I, I do not want to listen. I switch it up. Now, from what I could make of it as he leapt and bound. The thing carried me over the next ridge and down to the rocky ravine. The scent of this thing has been described in books by Bigfoot hunters as a pungent, stinky odor. But to me, it was more like an attractant or sort of alluring masculine pheromone scent. As he carried me without much effort, my fear subsided and I actually felt safe in the strong man's arms. It was just a strange sense and perhaps an ancient instinct playing on my mind, like a caveman had taken me. It's a Sasquatch. He brought me to my hole in the rock. 
He brought me to a hole in the rock. Sounds a lot more. It sounds a lot more like a skunk ape. That was it. Well, whatever it is. To a hidden cave. And speaking of hidden caves, he laid me on a soft pile of women's clothing. There was just enough moonlight coming in from a hole in the ceiling that I could see him pretty good. It seemed obvious that the scenario had been repeated over time. It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed obvious that this scenario had been repeated over time, and some other women had left some of their clothing behind. My nightgown and ridden up to my waist in my private area was exposed to his gaze. I quickly closed my legs to limit his view. He grunted and kept sniffing the air. I started to worry when I noticed what looked like the large head of his penis resembling oh the underside of a big hear about red it. apple oh, and then put one yuck. hand of my, of my knees and he pushed them apart and, and, and the air I could feel the air swirling around my pussy yeah in the air tonight huh? it's like a, it's like like a oh, genesis song thighs, I immediately began to tingle all over my entire body and down to my toes is this I just thought of this big hairy man smelling my pussy was oh, all my that goodness. I could take my pussy became super wet I don't want to hear about it running down the crack of my ears and there's a yeti Involved. I mean, and this I was is too jealous. much. The crack was like, imagine his extra large rock hard cock and what it might look like buried to the hilt. What's, in her, me. what's your boyfriend doing? <laughs> He's just sleeping while I yeti it. over fine. his girlfriend. I guess hopefully this camping trip will reinvigorate our relationship. Meanwhile, she's been turned into a circus tent. <laughs> oh my God. You don't want to hear more of it? There's I several pages of it. More of it? I didn't want to hear any of it. They're very long. <laughs> How well, many pages are, are there? I mean, As he was done sniffing between my legs, oh I quickly moved God. her over to pushing my nightgown higher above my breasts. His hairy we'll body take br- it off at that point. brushed I mean, the- my hardening nipples. All right, I think we're good. Hardening nipples. <laughs> hardening, not quite hard yet. They're hardening. Oh wow! Well, now is that real erotica? There, no people. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. Of course, it's real erotica. You, you, you throw a butt and a dick into it, then yeah, it's erotica. Wow. Hell yeah, dog! Wet wow. pussy. Wet, oh, what? Wet, wet, wet pussy. I, it I is dripping wet, my pussy. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. That is wild. Well, my story is wow. called Channel Future. Ooh, I like Channel Ooh. Future. Hmm. Have you ever heard of a show called? Sharing your future? No. No. Of course you haven't. Oh. Oh, okay. God, oh, All right, bastard. Jesus, fuck oh. you. Huh. I'm the only person unlucky enough to stumble across such a strange show. It all started with a simple sleepover with a couple of friends at my house, but it ended up turning into a nightmare. Don't try to help me. It's too late. Uh-oh. I have to write this down before they break in and murder me. Farewell. Bye. We were watching my brand new Ultra 4K Smart TV. Oh my, what, what? a braggadocious prick. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. On the couch in the living room when the lights started flashing on and off. It was a power outage, and judging by the sudden darkness, it was a big one. <laughs> cool. It kind of looked like the underside of a big red apple. <laughs> oh, that's how big it was. I never want. I cannot believe you forced me to visualize a Yeti's penis. Since we couldn't watch TV until the power outage was fixed, they went down to the local supermarket to get us some refreshing ice cold drinks. That's why I was surprised when I heard the TV suddenly turn on with a click. How the? Hmm? How the? Huh? Huh? What, what the? What? what? I turned around and the TV was showing static, like when you try to watch a channel that had no signal. Look like a Bigfoot having sex with a woman by a river? (laughs) I stared at the TV, waiting for something else to happen, but nothing did. Even after I waited for five whole minutes. Wow. 
A thought suddenly floated up from the depths of my mind. The remote, of course. The TV wasn't going to act on its own. Hmm. I quickly grabbed it from the table and started to surf the channels. Some feeling in my gut told me to go to channel zero. Oh my god, this is this is the channel that Jeff Sessions forces everybody to look uh, to watch while he watches now, them watching it and violently masturbating. Now look at it, go to hypnotizer. Now look at it, come on. Meow, meow, meow. I obeyed the feeling without thinking twice and pressed zero on the remote. I got something all right. Uh-oh. Is this erotica too? If you turn this into erotica, then I've lost all hope and lost all faith in the entire show. The channel was working perfectly, unlike all the other static channels. Mm. The show was called Sharing Your Future. It appeared to be some sort of talk show. There was a woman facing the TV. Upon seeing me, she said in a taunting voice, You, do you want to see your future? No, not, not with a voice like that. I thought it was some sort of game, so I replied, Yes, tell me my future. Upon hearing me, the woman grinned evilly. I was slightly creeped out by this, but I shrugged it off. The woman then said something disturbing. You will die a quick and painless death on October 5th, 2019, what? at exactly midnight. No. A, a slow and painless death? Or quick and painless death. Cool. That's how you want to die. A picture of what appeared to be three gunmen kicking down the door to a house flashed on the screen. Enjoy the time you have left. The TV then overheated and shut itself off. Mm. My heart was beating rapidly at this point. I was dreading to check the date in case it was today. Once I gathered some courage, I quickly checked the date on my phone. I almost screamed in terror. Today was October 4th, 2019. No. That was when I realized I had forgotten to check the time. With all the hope I had left, I looked at the time. My heart almost stopped. It was 11.59 p.m. Get out of there. Just jump out the window. Cool. That's stupid. That's, that's a great... It was 11.59 p.m. He got told and midnight was when it was coming. Oh. So his and friends. it was October, and it was October 4th, 2019. So what does it October mean? October 5th, 2019. His friends were coming back to kill his, him. No, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was his friends. Maybe, maybe because he was, he was bragging about that freaking TV, and they're like, let's go around. Maybe it's it was 4K. just some dudes. Yeah, it could just be some dudes. Yeah. They put the cock inside of him? <laughs> I don't think that. No, it was not erotica like yours. No. It was not. All right. Well, I got one here. It's called pyrocryptic. Pyrocyctic? Pyrocyctic. Mm. I don't know. Boy. Uh, no, that's the name of the person who made it there on the Tumblr. Okay, this one's called shopping. I used to go shopping with my mother on a, almost a daily basis. My mom used to tell me that I didn't have to go to school. Huh. And she'd just take me to Piggly Wiggly. That's nice. Isn't that nice? That's not the creepypasta. That's my life. Oh. Um, oh, it was amazing. I knew all the cereals. And I knew which ones I wanted. I like anything that sounds like a, like a pig just all covered in oil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That was fun. My mom used to always say, C's get degrees. <laughs> and she didn't make me go. It was strange parenting. But, you know, it worked all right. Um, okay, so this is called shopping. Uh, it was one of those fancy. This is me now reading the creepypasta. Oh. Do not. Okay. Shopping. It was one of those fancy stores, you know, where you have all these really expensive clothes, but they are really good. I was looking at some jeans when I felt that there was a person behind me watching me. Now, I'm sure you agree that there is nothing worse than a salesperson following you around and watching you. There is nothing worse than customer service. I do not like mm. being tailed. Mm. 
Okay. Although I think that your stories, that everyone that you have read, Henry, are much worse than yeah, having good customer service. These people are really getting tailed. Like uh, they're getting tailed. Yeah, sort of. Thank you. I don't even know why. I don't even know why I bring it up. Okay. <laughs> now I'm sure you agree. There's nothing worse than a salesperson following you around and watching you, like you're some kind of potential thief. I guess for them, everyone is, but it's very disturbing. And this makes me want to prove I'm innocent by turning around and smiling with them and having some small talk, maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> turning around and smiling with them and having some small talk, maybe. That sounds fun. Um, but I just kept on looking at the jeans, trying to ignore them. This went on. You know, when I was when I was really fat, my jacket size was 54 portly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that salesperson. He saw me coming. Yeah. And this was a big and fat store. And he's like, Ooh, and he's like booty, I got booty, one. Booty, oh. booty. It was like, what's the name of that Moby Dick? Yeah, uh, the, you, Ahab. I'm the walrus. Oh, I'm the, I'm the <laughs> walrus? I'm the walrus, but I believe it's a whale. It's that a whale. is Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's John Lennon. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I am the walrus. I am the walrus. Shut up, Donnie. <laughs> I love that from, uh, yeah. Uh, Big Lebowski. Okay, so now she's just looking at the jeans. She's trying to ignore the salesperson. Uh, this went on for several for several minutes, uh, and the person was just standing there watching me. A part of me wanted to turn around and confront them, and another part just wanted to run out of the store. But then I was thinking, why should I leave? I'm just a customer looking at jeans. I didn't do anything wrong. I hate this customer so much. I had every right to be in the store, so I kept on looking at the jeans. You want to buy something at some point, I would hope, but anyway. Uh, but I really couldn't concentrate on that. I kept thinking about the person behind me and how annoying that is. So finally, I plucked up the courage to confront them, to ask them to please let me do my shopping in peace. I turned around, and it was a mannequin. <gasps> God, you can be so stupid sometimes, I told myself. And that's when it blinked. Ah! It blinked! The mannequin blinked! It's one of those blinking mannequins. <laughs> I hate blinking mannequins. I hate blinking mannequins. It's a, like they're, I know they're trying to make it more real, so I want to buy clothes that they're wearing, but at the same time, mm-hmm. oddly haunting. Mm. Uh, yeah. His penis actually did a U-turn oh inside God. of me. Can we I reached inside his hair to How his ass. How does a penis do a U-turn? Turn. Look, you just have to get to this one bit, because I love this. His <laughs> cock had locked into me, and it only moved an inch at a time in and out. I was so filled up, and it was so tight in me that his humping was pushing my entire body back and forth on a pile of clothes. I was a- It was absolutely in fucking credible. Mm. I wrapped my uh, my legs around him tightly as I was fucking his massive this still the yeti? cock as best as I could. He tensed and hardened and I could feel him harden as his shaft pulsed. But because his cock was in a U-shape inside of me, the head of his cock was pointed out at the entrance of my slit. And when he came, it drenched him. He had come <laughs> oh all over his God. self and all in his hair. The ultimate practical joke. Wow. 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 So, wow. Candy wow. cane in them. That's what's called pulling oh, a candy cane. Oh, that's the cane. candy cane. I didn't realize a penis could U-turn yeah. uh, like some sort of magic bullet. Wait, so the, the penis U-turned, so it was just pretty much a folded penis inside, inside of her. Inside of her, and then but it came shape. all and over him. Came but that still him. seemed to work mm. for the... This is a Sasquatch, ah. correct? Yes. I'll read a real one. I will. Cock. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's that's Fuck. what it's called? No. How Tommy really died. Oh my god, this is gonna be a. I know what's happening here. These days, when people ask me if I have any siblings, I just say no. But I used to. Just for a while. Tommy was my little brother, and by the time he was three, we were best buddies. I remember how we used to wake up at about 5 a.m. on Saturdays to watch cartoons and kick up a hell of a raucous until mom and dad booted us out of the house. And we'd go and we'd play in our swing set or or maybe try to skip stones at the creeker 
just run around. Hmm. But he got sick that next fall. It wasn't anything too bad. It was just a common cold, or so we thought. Hmm. My parents didn't really do anything about it. They just figured they'd let it run its course. Poor kid probably went through a pack and a half of Kleenex a day, but that didn't help any. <laughs> he was sneezing every other minute, spewing his snot all over the place, and I wouldn't have spent much time around him if my parents didn't make me. Because of the snot. Right, I understood. Yeah, the pack and a half of Kleenex a day. Yeah. That's how we ended up in the garage that day. We went out to run around, but because of his cold, Tommy got tired of just a few minutes. We were heading back inside, and then he sneezed on me. Mm. Called the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> All of a sudden, he started yelling about his cold and how gross it was to sneeze on everything and everyone and everything around him. He's sneezing, and he sneezed on me again. Mm. And that's when he really lost it. My dad had a pegboard of tools on the wall. Tommy reached up and grabbed a hammer, and then he hit himself in the face with it <laughs> a good four or five times. Smack! 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 Until he was down. And then he hit himself again. Smack! 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 It's kind of a... Like an old west doctor, kind of. I think I was in shock until then. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, whoa, dude, you're just sneezing. Yeah. I literally, literally couldn't believe what just happened. When I did, I went to help Tommy, but I stopped when I got closer to him. I tried to write about what his face looked like a few times and couldn't do it. <laughs> All I can say is that his nose was smashed along with his teeth and the front of his face. His skull was basically just opened up. Mm. Well, if the cold's gone, it's all worth it. Yeah. You disgusting person. <laughs> but something was moving there. Something moved past a part of his skull, and for a while I thought it was a huge living booger. <laughs> and in a way it was. It was a slug. The first of a few that the doctor said were living in his nasal cavity. All the slime they were producing, that's what was making him sneeze so much. <laughs> because of the way it happened, I think my parents told everyone that Tommy died in an accident. I'm not really sure, and they're not around for me to ask them what they saw. My friends from school didn't buy that, so when they asked me how Tommy really died, I told them the same thing I told the cops, which is the crap that I just wrote. But that's not how Tommy really, really died. Uh-oh. Wow. See, Tommy couldn't have reached Dad's hammer. But I could. Yeah! yeah! So Sasquatch did a U-turn. His <laughs> cock came all the way out. That big wow. red apple size of his fucking head. Mm -hmm. And it was the only thing that ever satisfied that girl ever again. Oh. And then James just sat... Sleeping away. Oh. All right. Scary stuff here. So is that how a Sasquatch reproduces somehow? Is that how Sasquatch always has sex, or is that just, like, specific to that Sasquatch? I am not a fucking scientist. <laughs> yeah. I'm a scientist, all right? I am an erotic fan. Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to amend our Bigfoot episode. We'll have to put a little addendum in there. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! 
Hi, Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai, and it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. And customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Since we're here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine, that's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then... I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you could do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But, a lot of people get mad at that and it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. Well, speaking of scientists, my story is called Cloning Dangers. Oh, watch out. You're a mad scientist. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, I don't know why they have to start off like this is an improv game. And yes. you decide to clone yourself. Okay. Zip, zap, zap. Here we go. So you finish your cloning thing, and when you turn it on... You finish your cloning thing? When you, really get into when it. When you finish your cloning thing, you t- 
and you turn it on, a perfect clone of Bob Dylan walks out. <laughs> what? Whoa. Dude. It's like super annoying. Oh, Damarine man. Wow. Man. Everything seems fine until you suddenly realize you're not Bob Dylan. Yeah, buddy. I don't know what you're thinking there, friend. It's actually kind of uh, annoying. I'm Bob Dylan. You ain't Bob Dylan, no. I'm kind of like a David Crosby or oh. a Roger McGuinn to kind of make your songs better Think for you. Think you're Bob Dylan, you're not. It's me. I'm Bob Dylan, no. Also, the actual Bob Dylan is nowhere nearby. Is this old Bob Dylan or, or uh... Old, well, old Bob Dylan is now Bob Dylan. Is this 1970s Bob Dylan? Doesn't say. Oh, it's just Bob Dylan. There's it's me, Bob Dylan. <laughs> How old are you, Bob Dylan? I'm 14 years old. <laughs> oh, a 14-year-old Bob Dylan. Yep, just boy. Mm, always talk like this. Always will. <laughs> That's the whole story. That's it? That's it? That's the story? Oh, my God. You don't get any badges for that. You get nothing. Um, well, let's see here. Well, when does the Bob Dylan fuck that guy and his <laughs> cock is so long that it U-turns inside U-turn. of him? U-turn! Um, all right. Okay, I got one more. All right. This is going to be big. We got one more round. One more round of the spookiest spaghetti anyone's ever heard, except for when it comes to Henry's, because those have all been erotic. It fills me up when I, <laughs> I think about it. I'm, I'm filled. Okay, U-turn. Okay, this one's called Teacher, Teacher. Wasn't there a show called N- Sister, Sister? Yeah. Sister, Sister, Sister. sister. You're right. thinking of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Same oh, I though. did like Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Fantastic idea for the Maori twins to do Teacher, Teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they should. <laughs> they were successful. Okay, Teacher, Teacher. It was my first day at Red Tree Hills Middle School, and me and my best friend Jade both had Miss Chalk as our English teacher. That's a perfect name for an English teacher, Miss Chalk. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Although now it's all PowerPoints and computers. I remember when Chalk was actually a real relevant thing. Finally. I'm glad again someone said it. Anyway, Miss Chalk wasn't horrible or anything, but people said that she had a major problem with girls with braces. She doesn't like girls with braces. Very bizarre. You have to fix the teeth. So on a Monday in March, I got braces. I wasn't worried, but I should have been. As soon as I got to school the next day, a girl named Samantha walked up to me and told me that Miss Chalk was going to do something bad to me. I should have listened, but I didn't. So I walked into the class, and Miss Chalk stared at me with a stare so great I could have fainted. And she turned around and melted. Seriously, she melted. That's it. (laughs) She melted. That's the weirder shit. Yeah. That's so, I mean, you're tripping nut. And she turned around and melted. Seriously, she melted. When tripping balls, have you ever seen anything melt? Like they talk about? uh, Cool. That was not, you were totally sober. And I just (laughs) took my shirt off. It's because of the weight loss. You saw Kissel melt? Yeah, we did acid super late one night. You and I did? Yeah. When? Now, wouldn't you believe it? I don't remember a lot of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it was like really late. We had dropped acid at like 3 a.m. Uh, we watched Planet Earth for a little bit, and you kept walking in and out. And you went into your bedroom, and you just listened to roundtable episodes while tripping on acid. <laughs> what did you do? And when was this? That's and a creepypasta that happened in real life. This is in 2010, so these were like wow. some of the really early episodes. Wow. And you kept walking in and out, like going to the bathroom, and every time you walked by, you just melted. But Planet Earth was fucking awesome. Yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah. No, that really is just my body, Marcus. Yeah. And I went outside and bought some oranges, and everything was beautiful because it was like 6 a.m. And then oh. I uh, had a meeting the next day and <laughs> missed it. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> that I sounds bet. about right. I do bet that. Yeah. <laughs> Good That's night. Great. Good times. Um, what Lies Within? It's a movie. 
It does. It is. Yeah. Wow. It's just a full script you're going to read, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. 150 pages. <laughs> Bigfoot's cock is so long. Can we just deep. please enough with it? Okay. What lies within? Turn out the lights. All of them. Uh-oh. Shut your now useless eyes and focus on silence. Why would I shut them if they're... Shut your useless eyes. just doesn't make any sense. Now useless. Now focus on the silence. Once you have blurred the noise around you, look inside. You're fucking wet, pussy. You can feel the wetness running down your crack. Is that in the story? Nope. Okay. Look deep into your heart. Okay. For something that's not you. Hmm. And when you find it, ask its name... (laughs) If it does not respond, say to it, this is my body, and I'm king in it, you will speak. Then ask again, what is your name? What is your name? Listen closely with ears you don't have to the voice that you will hear faintly. Then you pull it from its resting spot and you fight it. Lloyd, <laughs> my name's Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, your name's Lloyd, huh? Now yeah. your name is bitch. Ouch. It's an audio <laughs> podcast. You don't actually have to slap me. I can hear him slapping. Good though. lord! <laughs> you, ah, you yeah. physical abuse, ladies and gentlemen. It's being recorded, Henry. Uh, one more. This one's called "Underneath Its Surface." Ooh. That's the dermis. Is that the dermis layer? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, can I feel your epidermis? Hey, I'm going to show you. All my right, thank epidermis. you. Your epidermis is showing. <laughs> uh, let's just. All right, I think it, everyone's got it. Everyone got it. Something disgusting and creepy happened to me when I bought my first car. Yeah, ripoffs. Here's what happened. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I was always eager to know what it felt like behind the wheel. That feeling when the cold wind catches and unravels your hair. The thrill of launching down the highway, dreaming that nothing can ever stop you. Oh yeah, nothing can go wrong on the highway. (laughs) That's why when I finally passed driving school, my parents tried their best to earn enough money to buy me a new car. Get a job yourself! Get a job! They ended up buying me a four-seat Toyota, which wasn't so bad compared to the Poor people that had no cards. Oh my Fuck god, this guy's a prick. These fucking millennials. My parents quickly signed all the paperwork, and in half an hour, I was proudly holding the car keys in my hand. My parents told me that I could test out my car by driving it home. My first drive! Yay! Yay! Then they got into their car and started to drive home carefully. I waved to them when they passed by, and they waved back. Hi! 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 There's a really hot kid in that car driving. Oh, that's our son. (laughs) The next second, they were gone. I got into my new car and leaned back to test how relaxing the leather seats were. A 16-year-old with a leather-seated car? Come on. It's a Toyota. It's a Toyota, so it's not as nice as some, but it's better than the poor kids. I noticed that there was one spot that felt like there was something poking out of the seat. I ignored it and started the engine. Is that Paula Poundstone? (laughs) Besides, when I closely inspected the seat, I saw nothing poking out. I just blamed it on stress and started to drive home. We all feel... Things poking out of seats when we're stressed out, like Bigfoot. Mm. Sometimes you want it when you're stressed Thank out you because much. he relaxes you in the way he gapes you. I get it. Yes. A few days went by and everything was normal. I drove my car almost everywhere. Everything was perfect with it. The engine never failed to start. The brake and gas pedal- pedals never failed when I stepped on them. Oh. The only issue I had with the car was that thing poking out of the seat, and now it felt closer. It's Poke Guado. Poking at you, poking at you. Wrong about noon. When your appetite's poking at you, poking at you. It's Aww. the old Paul Pounce bit, yeah. so. 
I couldn't explain it. It was like the thing was trying to get out of the seat. But how was this possible? I decided to get to the bottom of this once and for all, and I really wished I didn't. I got a razor from the bathroom and ran down to the garage. I knew this would forfeit my insurance, but I didn't care. Good. Good. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you? Why would you I'm care? I'm just so mad. It's just so maddening. Because <laughs> hey, you didn't pay for it. Oh, what because if it's your a... parents paid for everything? They paid for the insurance. They paid for the car. So it you don't matter. give a shit what you do to the car because you're fucking 16 years old. You're a fucking moron. Well, I really needed to know what was hurting my back so much. I hope it's a little pug. I cut into the leather over and over. Finally, once it was loose enough, I quickly ripped and threw the leather onto the ground. What I saw next almost made me vomit on the spot. Oh, it was Bob Dylan. Hey. Hey. That finally know what's like. I was 69. Inside the leather, right in the middle of the seat, was a decayed human corpse. It was Cut into pieces. It was so revolting. I could see its organs sticking out and its lifeless eyes still staring at me. I fainted. So that's why I'm writing this poster to you now to warn you. Always check every inch of your car before buying it. You never know what could be hidden underneath its surface. Hell I yeah. thought he was going to talk about buying American. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by Blue Book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All wow. right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for going on this wonderful journey with us today. We all learned a lot. Uh, we've all grown a lot. Yeah. Um, some of our pussies are just I don't so think that, I think you can stop and, thinking about it now. Uh, yeah. Why would I ever stop thinking because about it? Because you have to be a normal human being at some point. I just get so riled up. I know you do. Um, let's see. Anything else we want to talk about? We have the Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for the subscribers uh, for Patreon. You've made life changing. Uh, you've made our lives change uh, for the better. So thank you so much. And I want to thank everyone in Milwaukee. We had a great show there. It was so fun. It was we great did. to hang out Love afterwards. Milwaukee. It was incredible. We had so I'm much finally, meat and so much cheese. I finally shat. Good. That's how much cheese I consume. Oh, man. It was I incredible. I got awful food poisoning while we were there. Yeah, Not, I went to the Comet yeah. Diner and he got food poisoning. Guy Fieri. He didn't do it right. Nope, absolutely. You think not. you got it from the guy I'm Fieri diner? There was a, because I only felt better when I threw up what was at the very bottom of my stomach. Oh. And then once <laughs> once that like coating of meatloaf no. that I got, once I got that out, I was totally fine. So yeah, I think it was comment no, that gave just, me. Guy Fieri would and never you guys lead were you eating astray. The exact same shit that I was eating backstage. That's yes. true. That was the only different. Guy, and a, but we ate a lot more of it than you did. True. Which maybe we that's why we, we didn't get sick. That makes didn't no have sense. Enough of it. That makes zero sense. I don't know, but Guy Fieri would never do that to you. So I don't believe that. I don't believe your story. Yeah, I believe yeah, Guy sure. Fieri diners, drive-ins, and dives. you just get to the very bottom of your throwing up, and it's just like five t- frosted goatee hairs <laughs> yeah. at the very bottom of all that food. That's Flavor Town. Yeah, <laughs> you were in Flavor Town, and you got to experience it twice, in <laughs> and out. Wow, that's fun. Mm. Um, let's see. We uh, also follow us on Twitter at Henry right. Loves You. And Marcus Parks at Ben Kissel. Follow uh-huh. uh, us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Dr. Fantasy and Marcus Parks at Ben Kissel, the number one. And follow Last Podcast on the Left on all of that fucking horseshit at LP right. on the Left. And yeah. we're going to be in Nashville this weekend, which we cannot wait for. Yep, we're going to be in Nashville this weekend. Go to lastpodcastontheleft.com to get all of the live show dates uh, for all of our upcoming live shows. The only two that aren't on the website is our show at the Just for Laughs Montreal Festival. You can... Don't get to, think about thinking. Don't well, even I mean, fucking don't think, think about what, thinking. And you know what? You're going to have to laugh when you buy the tickets, too, because those are available at hahaha.com. Hahaha.com. That is funny. It's just for laughs. And it's not scary at all. No, no. To go ha ha ha. 
I love it. Like it's sort of like Clockwork Orange when they make them smile. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. they make them happy. They make them happy. And we're also going going to be at the uh, Outside Lands Festival in yes. San Francisco uh, in August. We're going to be doing the Sunday show. We got asked. This festival is so badass. Metallica's awesome. performing. Queens the, of the Stone Queens Age. Queens of the Stone uh, Age. Doctor Octagon. Uh, Doctor Octagon. Uh, the Who. I like the Gorillas. Avid, the Avid Brothers. I like the Avid Brothers. Okay. I don't think we'll see them though. But yeah, probably th- not. They're great though, and and there's also a lot of great people uh, performing with us as well. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to meet Pete Townsend. I, we're not going to meet him. Uh, I don't we're not think, gonna, yeah. We're in the comedy tent. We're yes. not going to be near anybody. No one at all. wants to talk to us. At least it's not the comedy porter potty. I think it might actually be. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Do you yeah. want to meet some people we already know? No. Because that's going to happen. We're going to do that. <laughs> we're just going to meet our friends. Um, all right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gein. Hail Gein. Magoostalations. <laughs> Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.